even a bank heist in Philadelphia because there's $255 million missing and it's in the hands of someone named Jalen Hurts. We mentioned it yesterday in case you missed it. He is the league's highest paid player ever in league history. $255 million, a five-year deal. What does that mean for the Bengals? Why does it matter for Bengals fans? Well, because it has a lot to do with Joe Burrow, and we're going to talk exactly about what that means for Joe Burrow and the NFL as a whole. Welcome into another preseason edition or off-season edition uh, podcast, edition of the Strictly Stripes podcast. That's a mouthful. Muhammad Ahmad, Andrew Gillis, and Mike Nislik here with you on this fine, gorgeous Tuesday for those of you in the tri-state area and elsewhere. And, I mean, guys, we just laid it out. Five years, $255 million. 179.3 guaranteed total. Only Deshaun Watson has more guaranteed money and 110 guaranteed at signing, which I think is the same thing, like the second most after Deshaun Watson. So uh, Jalen Hurts is a very rich man. And what's crazy is he's only 24. He's going to be 25 in September. So he's still very young. And for him to make that much money, it's crazy. Um, I mean, first of all, before we even kind of get into just the bro negotiations and you know what that kind of means for that. I mean, did you expect it to be that big? Like, do you do you think that that deal makes sense for Hurts and the Eagles? Like, what do you guys think of that? Well, I I didn't expect it to be that big. Um, you know, I, I think me neither. We, we kind of mentioned a few weeks ago uh, when we were talking about a Burrow conversation that you know I think there was a report that said you know Hurts is going to make you know over fifty million dollars and. Uh, I believe I referenced that here on the pod. And, you know, I, I, I remember kind of thinking, okay, that, that maybe feels like a little bit of a, you know, a little, a little bit of a shoot for the moon type of, uh, type of report there from, from Hertz's camp. It just, it just never felt like 51 was going to be, um, you know, where they were going to land. Uh, you know, you mentioned it. It's the highest AAV in terms of, you know, what a quarterback will make in NFL history, what a player will make in NFL history. Uh, you yeah. know, Patrick Holmes obviously signed that 10-year deal. Um, so his his total value is worth more. But, yeah, I mean, what you're talking about a guy who is, you know, a rising player in the league. I, you know, I've always liked Jalen Hurts, but I think everybody's kind of been surprised by how good he's been, and you're kind of betting on that trajectory. So, um it it is a little it is a little weird and it is a little unique to see a guy like that making fifty one million dollars because I you know again I really like Jalen Hurts, uh, but it kind of begs the question now of what is Joe Burrow going to make? What is Justin Herbert going to make? I mean, God forbid, what are these quarterbacks going to make in Lamar the Jackson? Years? Yeah, see, the Lamar thing is different. We'll get into that later. Um, but like, right. I mean, what are these guys going to make? So it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of coin. Um, I, I think it's, uh, you know, there are parts of it you can look at and say, okay, this is pretty, uh, applicable to the borough situation. There are parts of it that you can't. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, it was a massive deal. If you look at the cap hits, they're actually really low, uh, for the next four years in order, 6.15, 13.56, 21.77, and then 31.77. That takes you through the 2026 season. So I think there's things you could look at and say, if that's how the Bengals structure Burrow, you, you're feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, but then what are the last two years? I mean, are you essentially just giving up? Because, I mean, somebody did the numbers, I think I saw on Twitter yesterday, and it'd be like 79 and 86 in the last two years of the deal. Um, Who cares? You, well, how do you have a <laughs> roster at that point? Well, but, 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 okay, you say who cares, but what if they don't win the Super Bowl? And then you have two years of a terrible deal no matter what, essentially. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, well, so, well, what if they're a bad team? Sure. It, 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 it what depends. makes you think that? Though? I mean, they just went to the Super Bowl. What makes you think that? Well, because I mean, I I I, don't, I thought they had a very easy schedule. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> are you that by... kidding? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, anything can happen. Like they can they can fall off here. Like that's not. I mean, that wouldn't. I mean, that wouldn't be like the you know the world's greatest travesty or anything like that. But uh, you know, I also kind of think you have to look at what you know where the market is going for quarterbacks too. Like. Right now we're talking about – I mean, it's April 18th as we record this. We're talking about Jalen Hurts making a deal that, you know, has an AAV of a maximum of $51 million a year and, you know, total guarantees, you know, like $20 million shy of two hundred, And, you know, that, that's all well and good. But what are we going to be talking about in 2027? Like, you know, what, what, are, the, what are the deals that are going to be coming through at that point? You know, I, I don't know offhand. I can look this up as we record it. But, I mean – uh, what what about the television contracts? Do those you know do those come up? Those always add influxes of money. Like you know that always raises the cap significantly. Like there's there's a lot of different things that can that can happen over the next like five or so years that uh, you know that would make that seventy one you know what is seventy nine and eighty one or whatever you said. Um, you know there are a lot of different things that can happen that would kind of make those numbers look frankly like not insane, which is crazy to say now, but. Uh, you know, I think I think you're kind of looking at, it, and it depends. You know, there's roster bonuses and things like that. But you know, to me, I don't hate it. You know, that's you know, that's if you've ever watched How I Met Your Mother, that's future Ted's problem, and uh, <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame him for doing it. I've never seen that show, so I couldn't tell you. Have you seen that show, Mike? No. How I Met Your Mother? No. It's very good. I must say, that's how old is that? It's like what, ten years oh. old now. Something like that. Uh, is, no, that is, is that the one with Neil Patrick Harris? It's older than 10 years. Yeah, it is. It's older than 10 years. The only thing I know about Neil Patrick Harris is that, that scene he had in uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That is a that is a classic that is almost as old as I am. That came out when I was like five years old, but uh, don't ask me why I watched it so young. Um, anyways, back on topic. So, I mean, so yeah, you, you, you kind of laid it out there. Like, So, on the one hand, Mike's talking about, you know, like what happens if – Granted, I think Mike, when you said "what if they win the Super Bowl," are you talking about like later down the road in the Hertz contract when like the cap hit gets significant? Like, is that what you were referring to specifically? Well, my point is, is like you mentioned the four years, and so you basically have a four-year five. window. Uh, five. What's you have a five-year. Five no, no, no. Okay, so what I was saying with those cap hit numbers were the cap hit numbers were the first four years of the deal. Um, oh, okay. That he mentioned. So uh, you have a four-year window because it's going to be sort of impossible to build a roster. When you have ninety million dollars at the quarterback position, um, and you know this team's already lost three, they got lead, what three defensive starters in the first day or two of free agency, and um, you know lost yeah. a lot of talent. Um, I just think it puts a lot of pressure on the team um, to sort of. I mean, the only way that deal is worth it, I think, is if you win a Super Bowl. I think that's the true for any of these quarterback contracts. Like I think the Russell Wilson deal and the Kyler Murray deal could up could end up as two like the worst deals. Um, you know, in NFL history. Um, and I don't I think that's hyper- hyperbole. And, like, you know, I just think that at some point there's going to be a market correction. Um, obviously, it won't happen before uh, Burrow signs his contract. But, um, you know, in terms of is he worth it or not, I mean, I, you know, his track record in the NFL isn't long enough, I, I don't think, to sort of justify it. But at the same time, teams are paying the premium at quarterback, so it's what the market bears. But I... I me personally, I think eventually these teams are going to regret a lot of these contracts. It feels like 
um, the NBA what, you know, before uh, the last strike when, you know, the contracts teams, you know, had to get out of these just terrible, terrible deals that they were operating under, um, you know, that at some point the, the world comes back, to, you know, everything comes back down to earth because uh, if you swing at a miss, like if Jalen Hurts is a miss, I mean, you've ruined your franchise for the, the length of the contract. But see, I, I mean, so here's the yeah, thing. I don't, that, know. I, I don't know if Hurts is. I, I think you saw enough from Jalen Hurts in in um, uh, th- this past year, especially uh, where where you feel good about him. And, and like, I'm not going to say that you know, hey, I'm not going to say anything crazy that you know. Oh, he's going to rival Burrow. He's going to rival Mahomes. And yeah, I mean, he had. I think you know. I said this at the time. I think he had the best top to bottom roster in the league around him. You know, I think one through 53, the Eagles were the best team in the league. Uh, They were the best, you know, constructed. They were the most balanced. Um, They were good pretty much everywhere you looked. Uh, And it's just, I mean, Patrick Mahomes exists, which is a problem for the Eagles as they found out. Uh, What what do they hang? Was it 38-35 in the Super Bowl? 38-35. Yeah. So, I mean, you hang 35 in the Super Bowl and you lose. That's... That's tough. And you're, and you're up by for, ten at halftime. Yeah, that that hurts for uh, no, uh, no pun intended. That hurts for hurts. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just you look at the the cap figures here. I mean, he's only going to make six point one five. You know, that was barely more than what he was going to make anyway. Uh, next year, he's going to make seven million dollars more. The following year, eight. The following year, ten. Like I, I just don't think that it's. I think you've seen enough from Jalen to know that he's at the very least a productive NFL quarterback and you can, you can kind of figure that out. And again, we're, we're, we're talking about this with, without kind of knowing the specifics, those, those haven't really been released yet. You know, we haven't right. been able to look at, you know, is there an out for them after the 2026 season when that cap hits going to balloon, you know, you well, never know. I mean, maybe there can't you, can, be, right? you can extend them later and, you know, kind of do the same thing where you bring down cap hits in the short term kind of sacrificing it for the long term. I, I don't know. But they have depends. they guaranteed 180 million of it, so that has to be guaranteed on the cap at some point. So the dead cap yeah. number would be astronomical at some point. It, yeah, it's going to be really high, but I guess my point is, you know, you can one it's when when you when you have a a quarterback like that and in a league like this where you you need a good quarterback, I don't know. I just I think it I think you can make the case because you know, $75 million or whatever sounds insane now, but $51 million sounded insane five years ago. And, you know, I just think that we're at a point where, you know, you could convince me of a, of a future where, you know, you can, you can kind of spread this thing out down the line. And again, if, like you said, if you win a Super Bowl, I think it's worth it. Uh, You know, banners hang forever. And if the Eagles win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts as quarterback, I mean, I like it's you know in the next four years, like if you go on a run with you know two or three division titles and a Super Bowl and you know, maybe an NFC title appearance, like I'm not sure anybody's going to sit there saying, "Gah, you know, I, I can't believe his cap hit 77 this year instead of you know 65 or something like that." I, I'm just not sure that uh, you know I'm just not sure that it makes a ton of sense because again, the, the counter argument to that is, well, the you know you're you're paying him a lot of money in the short term. And you kind of have to give up the talented roster that you have right now. So a quick note to make, Andrew, as far as like kind of being a little bit shocked by all the coin that was that was given to him. So uh, Brad Spielberger from PFF, I think about two weeks ago, 
He released his predictions and projections on what he thinks the quarterback contracts are going to look like. He predicted he was actually close. He thought Hertz was going to be four years, 195 million total, 135 million guaranteed at signing. He was not that far off. I mean, he, he basically predicted Hertz to make about 49 million a year. He ended up making 51. He predicted four years and ended up being five. I think what was interesting though, like, was the fact that it was a five year deal. Like, I didn't think it was going to be anything like the Mahomes 10-year deal, but I would have expected it to be more like Josh Allen's because Josh Allen's is like, what, six, seven years? I think his extension's like six, seven years. I wonder if maybe it was a compromise of like, okay, Jalen gets the money, but the Eagles will just shell it out sooner rather than later. So obviously, like like Mike said, it is going to balloon the cap towards the very end of that deal, and like you have to kind of deal with that. But it's like, would you rather just kind of like bank on that for five years versus going in the long term? And then maybe you get to like that fifth, sixth year and it's like, I don't know about this. Whereas in this case, it's like, okay, you get to that fifth, sixth year option and it's like, all right, if you want to stick with it, stick with it. If not, then you just got out of that situation. Of course, that's way down the road. But I think that was sort of the compromise that was made. But to kind of get back to the, the Burrow side of it, I mean, like, do you think it made sense for them to do it before Joe Burrow got his extension done. I mean, I've been saying that I didn't think that the uh, the order mattered um, from the start. I think they're all sort of different situations. Um, I think Joe Burrow's had the most success. Um, so, you know, he was going to probably get the most. But, um, you know, I, I think Hurts I, – I don't know what the case was for him getting more than he got. You know, I, I think he got obviously a better-than-market – value for, for what he's done and, and his um, sort of situation. And I don't know that Burrow would have affected it. You know, Burrow has an argument, you know, stats-wise, performance-wise, you know, it's like I, I don't know what the argument is that Hart's could have made after Burrow signed that, oh, that, that should be my deal. Do, do you concur with that, Andrew? I mean, what do you think? Like, do you think, it, like Mike said, it doesn't matter? Or do you think there's something to be said about the Eagles' strategy? No, I, I think it matters uh, a little bit. I'm not going to say that, you know, it's it's going to change the game or anything like that. You know, I'm not going to say that, you know, if, you know, what did, what did Duke say? You know, they have a framework of the deal or they have an idea of what the deal is going to look like. Um, and, and that's fine. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying that Burrow's going to see a Hertz and a Herbert contract come through and say, hey, well, wait a minute. We're going to, you know, go back on, you know, weeks of work here and we're going to we're going to change this up a little bit. No, I. I don't think it changes like that, but I do think that it I, – I guess it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing because, you know, nobody really knows what's happening behind closed doors with Herbert, uh, with Burrow. You, you, you know, you're kind of guessing, but, you know, it, are these the numbers that we're talking about and it just feels and, it, and it, you know, the Hertz contract is just illuminating or does the Hertz contract kind of change things? You know, does it – does it make Burrow's deal go up more? Because, I mean, like Mike said, Burrow's got a case to make a lot more, and frankly, so does Herbert. Um, so you're talking about guys that you know have better track records in terms of uh, in terms of what they've done, and you know, and, and I think, frankly, I think Herbert's a better quarterback than Hurts. So, you know, it, it's 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 a tough question to ask. Um, I do think it matters a little bit, um, just because now you're settled. You know where you're at because the contract's going to keep going up and up and up. And I know we're going to talk about this later, but, you know, Burrow might be the highest paid quarterback in the league in two months. And then six or two weeks, later, 
uh, yeah, whatever it is. And then six months later, whoopsie do, he's no longer the highest paid quarterback in the league. Like, I mean, Mahomes, I mean, remember when he signed that massive deal? Everybody went, oh, my God, and blah, 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 blah. Ten and, years. Yeah, now, yeah, now, now, I mean, if you look at the AAV, uh, Mahomes is sixth, which is, I mean, just a ridiculously good contract for the Chiefs if you look at it. But, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough question to answer. I think it matters a little bit, though. Man, that Chiefs contract, like, I, can, I think you can literally say that's the gift that keeps on giving. Like, with the way you just laid it out, like, that's the best way to sum it. I mean, not to focus too much on Hurts, but, like, I think, you know, what kind of made sense where I think they were smart was, like, you give them that big average of that $51 million a year because I feel like at that point you're kind of avoiding, like, that whole Deshaun Watson full guaranteed issue that we've talked about a lot with the Lamar Jackson mess and everything. You know, you throw them that big signing bonus – you know, it's huge dollars versus like, you know, the literal peanuts they were going to pay him on his rookie contract. Like that rookie contract was cheap. Like we talked about the Bengals getting a steal with those rookie contracts with Higgins and Jason Burrow. Yeah, the Eagles got way more of a steal with Hertz's deal. But when we come back, we're going to talk about what should Joe Burrow's contract look like? How should it compare to Hertz and Herbert and everyone in between? And how will that stack the quarterback salaries in the league? Talk all of that and much more to come right here on the Strictly Stripes podcast. Thanks for staying with us on the Strictly Stripes podcast. We've talked a lot about Jalen Hurts' deal, what that means for NFL quarterbacks, specifically in this case, Joe Burrow. Uh, we talked about all the implications that it would have for him, you know, with the, the way things were laid out. Um, but, you know, I was going to say what we haven't really talked about, and this is the biggest question I think is, you know, we know the terms of Hertz's deal, so maybe it helps with the guessing game because you have like a baseline at this point for what him and Herbert and I mean, eventually at some point down the road, Trevor Lawrence in a year are going to make. I mean, like, should I guess it's not a matter of if and what Burrow will make, but like, should Burrow make more than Hertz, or do you think you know you see a situation where it's about the same, or maybe like it's, like we said, like maybe he takes. Not a pay cut, but like he gets more of that like 48, 49 mil that you're kind of seeing from like Russell Wilson and like Kyler Murray and, you know, Deshaun Watson. Or do you think, yeah, like that's the baseline. He's going to make at least 51. Probably should make more than that. Well, he's earned it. You know, he's he's earned more than Hurts. Um, you know, just he's taken him to, you know, uh, I mean, 2020 year, the, the team was not very good around him. Uh, and he got hurt, and then the following year they go to the Super Bowl, and the following year they go to the AFC Championship game. So, I, I mean, he's earned, you know, I, I think he's kind of cemented himself as a top three quarterback in the league. Uh, he's earned that. Uh, he's earned a, he's earned the or he's earned like the the right or however you want to phrase it to to make more than Hurts. So, uh, I think he I think he will make more than Hurts. Um, it's uh, you know, it, to me, it's just. The, the thing that I am interested in now in terms of – and I mean make more than Hurts in terms of AAV. The thing that I am interested in now, I think the two numbers that matter are going to be the the length of the term. You know, how, how long are they going to lock him up? And uh, and obviously the total guarantees. That's uh, Those are the two big ones right now because I think it's pretty fair to, ben, to pencil Burrow in, you know, probably 55, maybe even north of 55 at this point. What do you think, Mike? Is that like north of fifty-five? You think that's going to happen for Joe Burrow? I mean, I, you know, sure. I mean, I think fifty million is you know where they should start, and if he wants to be the highest-paid paid player, add a dollar to purchase contract. 
Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, Burroughs earned every penny of what he's going to get, but I guess what I was asking is, like, yeah, I, I, I phrased it the wrong way. Not a matter of does he deserve more or less, but, like, do you think, like, the Bengals look and say, look, you know, that's what Jalen is making. We can maybe pay you the same, but if we pay you more, like, if we go, like, 52, 53, 54, then – you know, that makes it harder for us, like, to keep T, to keep Jamar. Like, it's going to be harder to extend other guys, even, like, Logan Wilson, if that's in the conversation. Like, like do you think it's to a point where it's, like, you know, they tell Joe, like, we'll, we'll put you in that tier with Jalen, but, you know, how do you feel about, like, keeping the guys around you? Like, like do you think that might be part of the conversation? Or do you think, like, like Andrew said, that's just more of Duke Tobin's job to worry about keeping T and keeping Logan and then just really worrying about Joe on his own? Yeah, I, I've said for weeks that I think that it's it's Duke Tobin's job to figure that out. Um, you know, to me that I understand Burrow needs to be concerned with that, but you know that shouldn't really kind of drive him. I don't think. And 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 you know, kind of like I said too, you you can make the case that you know, oh well, maybe Burrow would take less to, you know, to try and keep some of the guys in town. But again, you know, like using the math that you just said, you know, you said you know maybe he comes in at the forty five, forty eight, forty nine, fifty kind of number and he doesn't take as much as Hertz, but oh, okay, maybe he wants to make more than Hertz and now you bump it up to 55. Well, you're talking about $7 million at the most, like the guys that are making, you know, anywhere from five to $7 million against the cap right now on the Bengals, like currently are Jermaine Pratt, Ted Karras, Mike Hilton, and Chidobe Awuzie. So Chidobe Awuzie is making 7.9 against the cap. Uh, Jermaine Pratt's making 5.4. So like, you're not talking about, you know, bringing back a T Higgins. You're not talking about, you know, bringing back a, uh, you know, probably even a Logan Wilson. You know, you, you're kind of talking about, okay, well, now you can keep a Jermaine Pratt type, or now you can bring in a Ted Karras in free agency. Like, I, I just don't, I don't see it as being kind of, you know, Burrow kind of leaving money on the table as this big, you know, oh my goodness moment that, that I think some people kind of think is going to happen. Well, I don't know why it has to be leaving money on the table. I mean, he could negotiate. I mean, whatever. We don't know what's important to him, whether it's the actual value or, like, guaranteed money. Like, what if he took, instead of taking 55, took 45 a year but got it all guaranteed? I mean, that might be more appealing to him, and that might help the Bengals' cap situation. Um, so I think there are ways of helping the team that don't necessarily sort of hurt the value of his deal. Like, I mean, you know, having it all guaranteed or – uh, at that at that high amount, I think would be of value to a lot of players, and so um, I don't know. I view it a little differently. I think there's room for um, both sides to sort of um, win. Um, you know, I'm not saying he has to take a ton less, but because I think that you can counter that by, like I said, giving him guaranteed money, and that, I mean that's important. I mean, you know, the playing days are guaranteed, and he's already suffered a major injury uh, during his career, so. I think you could easily see that that uh, being something that happens, you know. But but at the same time, we don't know. I mean, you know, he could just be like, "I want seventy million. I'm not going any lower." I don't think that's his approach. But I mean, you know, we don't really know what he he sort of values and sort of the monetary part of it. Yeah, and and I made this case, um, you know, a few weeks ago. I think in pretty much any way you spin it, I think when when this contract is done, um, you know, I, I think you can kind of look at this and say. You know, Joe Burrow left money on the table because, like Mike said, I mean, let's pretend Joe Burrow walks in and says 10 years, 600 mil, and he just sits there and stares. What are they going to say? No. Like, you know, I, you know, the Bengals, 
the Bengals are not going to, the Bengals can't really say no to him at this point. Um, so I think there, there's in pretty much any case, um, you know, theoretically, quote unquote, Joe Burrow left money on the table, uh, however you want to phrase that. So, but like Mike said, I think that that is the way that you get around this, whether it's a, you know, hey, it's a longer term deal, you know, with hey, more guarantees or, you know, you have guarantees, you know, ro- you have roster bonuses and things like that for, you know, the six, seven years, um, you know, again, because, you know, fully guaranteed is different than total guarantees. And, you know, may, there, there's different ways to do it. And, and the NFL cap is is a really confusing area to try and to try and figure out if you don't study this thing for your for your job. So. Uh, there, there are different oh, yeah. vacuums that you could put money in that would kind of help, uh, help the team out. <laughs> the way, Andrew, the way you just said, like Joe Burrow's gonna walk in, looking them dead center in the eye, just like ten, ten years, six hundred million. Like I can imagine him just like walking in and saying that, and there just being like an awkward silence. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, what like uh, again? This is funny. And like, you know, obviously Joe Burrow, I mean, I don't know how much, you know, obviously Joe Burrow's involved in these negotiations. Like if he's actively sitting down with Duke Tobin, like you would see. Like Lamar like, Jackson is. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not pretending <laughs> this is like Jerry Maguire or whatever, but you know, I, I think this is, uh, you know, like his agent is obviously going to handle a lot of this, but I mean, it's just, to me, it's, it's, it, as you kind of saw from the Lamar stuff, it, it is hard to negotiate when a player, um, you know, when, when you have to negotiate with a player. So I'm not saying that, but I, I mean, the Bengals kind of like you're at a point where Burrow is, is everything to this franchise right now. So you can't really tell him no, but uh, you know, I don't think Burrow's going to sit down and like Mike said, say, you know, $70 million a year or whatever. I don't, right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the same page there that, you know, he's not going to ask for something insane, but I think kind of by that definition, then, you could say that he's leaving money on the table and he's kind of, he's not making what he could be making. Just, just walks in like Scarface, like the world is yours. Just take what you want from it. Not that simple. It's not how the world works. If it did, then the world would be in a whole different place. But uh, no, that, I mean, that was just funny. But like, you're right though. I mean, he has the leverage. Like, what are you going to do? Say no to the guy that literally brought you out of the ashes. Like, I think people sometimes forget, like, this is what winning does to you. You're talking about a team that was like, respectfully, the laughing stock of the NFL to go, what, 2-14, and 14, and then your number one overall pick tears ACL. Like, there were people saying, we can't forget, this is two, three years ago, people were saying when Burrow tore his ACL, they were like, yep, Carson Palmer, repeat, rinse, wash, repeat, same thing with any Dalton. Like, people were saying, it's just the same old Bengals. Well, he proved otherwise. And so I think, yeah, like, the leverage is definitely there, whether it's for him and or his agent. I agree with you on that. But I want to kind of, like, sort of settle the dust on this because we talked about, you know, what would it mean for Justin Herbert? Because, like, that's another 2020 draft class quarterback that's up for an extension like Jalen Hurts and Burrow. You know, we talked about kind of where things are now with, like, the Russell Wilson deal, the Deshaun Watson deal, the Kyler Murray deal. So, like, when Burrow gets his deal done and when Hurts gets – and I'm sorry, not Hurts. Obviously, he did his. When Burrow and Herbert get their deals done, whenever that is, two weeks, two months, you know, training camp, I mean, like, how do you think the top five – highest paid quarterbacks an average annual value will be like who do you think will be the highest paid annually fifth most annually like how would you kind of rank that order like if i'm gonna go first like honestly i would say i think it's gonna be burrow i think he's just gonna top top the chart i think whether he goes before or after herbert doesn't matter i think he's just gonna prove that he's worth the most value i think 
Herbert's going to be second. I think he tops Hurts whenever Herbert gets his done. Then I think Jalen sits at number three. And then I guess naturally after that, it would be Aaron Rodgers at number four because he's making like 50.3. And then after that, it would be uh, Russell Wilson. That's kind of my order. But what do you guys think of that? Well, I think I, – I don't know about giving an order. I just think it's whoever's next. Um you know, Burrow and Herbert. But like, who do you think is going to next? Like, if you just had to play the guessing game, like, how do you think that's going to go? Well, I, I mean, next, I, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would be guessing without any evidence um, with, you know, with Burrow and Herbert. So, like, you know, if Burrow, I think if Burrow signs last, Herbert's going to be first, and then all of a sudden he's not going to be first. Um, you know, and you're just going to kind of see guys get knocked down the line and – you know, it's crazy to think, but, you know, we are a year away from Trevor Lawrence being in this exact same conversation where he's all of a sudden eligible for, for a contract extension because Trevor Lawrence is going into his third NFL year. And the 2021 quarterback class was, was pretty bad. Uh, if you kind of look at it, I mean, you had Lawrence, but then Zach Wilson, Trey Lance hasn't done <laughs> anything. Uh, and then you get to the later rounds, Kyle Trask, Kellen Mond, Ian Book, Sam Ellinger. Like the, the, the quarterback class is not great. So, you know, there's not going to be a ton of names like there are for the 2020 year, but like Lawrence is going to get paid. And I, I mean, hell, like Lawrence is going to make a lot of money. Um, and I think there's a really strong case to be made that, you know, Lawrence is going to make more than Burrow if he signs next year or a year or two, a year after that, just because that's the way that these things kind of work. Will he though? I don't know. But like, well, what if I mean, Lawrence, it's just what if Lawrence the- doesn't have the year the next year that he had this year, then at that point, can you even make an argument for that? Yeah. I mean, that's like, just will be Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Wilson. I mean, just feels like that's how it's going to be. I mean, I don't know what, if the Rodgers trade has him changing his, salary at all but um yeah i mean I don't, I don't think there's any sort of drama to it to be honest well not that not that there's drama but it's like obviously the order makes the biggest difference but like what if i mean even if herbert goes after burrow like naturally you think okay now it's herbert's turn what if he doesn't make as much as burrow like what if burrow's still like the top dog that's why i had Burrow at the top because i think even if herbert gets his deal done after joe burrow I still think Burrow makes more. Like, I just think like, you can't convince me that Justin Herbert is worth more than Joe Burrow. Granted, they're in L.A. They have a bigger salary cap because they're in a big market. So, you know, there's that argument. But, like, I mean, like, this is respectful to Herbert. He didn't really play his rookie year. He was mostly behind Tyrod Taylor. And then, what, last year, not this past season, but the year before that, I mean, they floundered literally to get into the playoffs and didn't. Like, they really should have but didn't because – they had that wacky game with the Raiders, which I think is one of the greatest Week 18 games ever. And then, okay, they made it last year, sure. And then look what happened. You're up 30 – what was it? Yeah, no, 27 nothing. You're up 27 nothing, And I'm not going to put all, all that on him, obviously. That's why they fired their defensive coordinator. But, I mean, you could say, like – and this is kind of the same thing with Lamar, that people are saying, oh, well, Lamar, you know, has never made it far in the playoffs. Yeah, he won MVP, but he didn't do this and that. I mean, Burrow's playoff resume is the best out of all these guys, including Jalen Hurts. Because Burrow made two conference title games. Hurts made one. They both made a Super Bowl. Herbert's got one playoff appearance, and it ended as badly as you could ask for in NFL history. So, I mean, like, that was a long tangent. But I still think even with the timing of it, I still don't know that Herbert makes more. I I think even if he goes last, I don't think they're going to pay Herbert what they're going to pay Burrow. Like, do you guys think that that's a a valid assessment? Because I think it is. 
It depends. Um, you know, does Burrow like Burrow gets done May tenth through okay. through a dart and pick May tenth. I don't know. Burrow that's, gets that's done. That's a good date, actually. That's Burrow, fair. Burrow gets done May tenth. What if Herbert doesn't sign this summer? And what if Herbert signs? You know, he's he you know he agrees to terms on an extension next March. Like I don't know. I just well, it depends know. on how they do next year. Like, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they going to choke again? Like, I mean, I mean, well, are I, they going to blow our minds and go to the Super Bowl? It depends. I, I don't, don't know. know the Charger. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. You if know that, what's going on with Austin Eckler? That whole situation is awkward. Yeah, but you know, I think the quarterback. You know, you can kind of make an assessment on the quarterback. You know, aside from that, I don't think you have to say, oh, well, you know, the the Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert threw for 5,400 yards, but the Chargers missed the playoffs. So, Justin Herbert, you know, you can't make a lot of money now. I I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that's the case. Um, You know, you you can still pay a guy a lot of money if he's really good and just kind of recognize that, you know, other parts of the team let him down. Um, So, I I don't know. It just, again, this debate might might be more interesting if it wasn't just like, like, not like ten million dollars. Like who cares? Like I mean, it's like if Justin Burrow, Joe Burrow makes fifty three a year, Justin Herbert makes fifty two, and Jalen Hurts makes fifty one. Like, it's like really? Yeah, that, that's fair. I mean, like, that's I'm, just, I'm just getting, I'm just getting nitpicky. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just getting nitpicky here. I, mean, I don't know if you guys have anything on that. I have know? no nits to pick. Like it's just it's like okay, they're making a lot of money. I mean, I know we, we, we've talked about what we would do with that money. Andrew is going to become, I'm going to say Mike's favorite word, an oil baron. Wait, no, is it oil baron or tycoon? Is that what you would do, Andrew, if you had all that money? Well, no, I mean, I, I, I going to buy an do island. that. I want to be oil ty- I want to be oil baron rich. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, so you'd yeah, be so oil if baron I were rich. oil baron rich, I would, I, would, I would live at some tropical island on a beach house. Mike, I would not say I, you I would do if I made if I made like two hundred million dollars. I I have a beach house. Yeah, I have a beach house. I wake up every morning to the sunset. I have a walk on the beach. I'm drinking before noon. Oh, it'd be a great <laughs> life. Mike, what did you what did you say you would do if you had that money? I know you said it, but I forgot what you said. Well, I don't think I said it. I, that's Mike not, would go that, to Vegas and spend it all. Um, that's been a lot, but I don't think you spend it all. <laughs> Honestly, I think I said what I would do last time. I think I, I joked last time, and I was like, I don't know if I mentioned this. If it were me, I'd probably just give half of it to charity. I don't know. I just now obviously I have a different religion. No, no, I'm serious. Like, I mean, I don't know. In, in my religion, we don't have to like give that much money. Like, technically, we're only required to give two point five percent of our wealth to the poor. It's actually called zakat. But I mean, me personally, I just feel like if I had that much money. I feel like I would be so tempted to do so much with it. So I feel like if I were to donate half of it, that would like humble me to say, okay, now I can use the rest for like, you know, actual good and pleasure, of course, because you got to, you know, you got to live in this world. You got to have fun. But, I think, I mean, you may not have half of it, but like a quarter, maybe a quarter. Jackasses, because I said I want to go on a private beach and never be bothered again. And hey, you, you, you can like, do both. Oh, I'm going to help out the less fortunate. You can do both. Hey, I mean, you can have both. You can help the less fortunate and live a good life. I mean, I mean, you have to tell yourself that obviously it's easier said than done. Like, I mean, I feel like just internally, I don't know, maybe this is a psychological discussion. Naturally, we just, we love money, man. But like, I also think you can convince yourself, like if there's a greater good to it, then yeah, you can, you can give to the needy and also live a happy life. But 
I'm just speaking hypotheticals. I'm telling you, I might be saying this, and then you put $200 million in front of me, and then just my brain chemistry flips in like a million different directions. God knows what would happen. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I would probably join you on that, in, on that island, Andrew. Or I'll buy my own island, and it'll be next to your island, and then Mike will just be in like Vegas watching us on our islands. We'll, just, we'll all be FaceTiming each other. You and I will be next to each other, and Mike will be at the Bellagio in uh, Vegas or whatever that hotel is called. I don't even know. I don't go to Vegas. I'm not a sinner. Well, I guess we're all sinners, but I'm not as much of a sinner. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't do that stuff. Um, but just to kind of wrap up here, um, speaking of foolishness and nonsense, you know, because that's the beauty of this podcast is we can be serious and be silly at the same time. I just have to ask you guys, if you had to pick between eating a hamburger or a hot dog, which one would you pick and why? Well, if I had $100 million, I would never have to pick again. I would just have whatever I wanted at Domino's. Okay, so you pick between, like, the most gourmet, like, 10-carat gold hamburger and the equivalent, like, version of a hot dog. Like, which one of those two are you picking? Uh, uh, Hamburger. (laughs) See, that's a good choice because – actually, before I say why, Mike, what would you pick? Hamburger or hot dog? And you can even make it as fancy as you wanted to make it in your your mind. Uh. I don't do fancy, but I I don't I like both, so I don't, I don't have a preference. I think it'd be insulting to the my favorite foods to sort of pick between them, like try to pick oh, between yeah. them. Well, neither do I. I'm I'm a very simple eater as well. But I'm just saying, like, if you want to hype it up that much, like, because Andrew's saying, oh, we're going to be rich on an island. Why would I want a hamburger? Okay, then refantasize it. I'm telling you, man, you got to go with the hot dog. No, I'm sorry, not not hot dogs, not hot dogs. That was a slip. I promise it was a slip. Hamburgers, because. I don't know if you guys have had smash burgers. Silly question. Of course you guys have. Smash burgers. I don't know, man. I could I, I could go on and on about just the sensation that eating a smash burger gives you, but I would have to make another podcast for that. But I think we're all in unanimous consent there. So that, that that's good. The reason why I asked that is because I had a hamburger and a hot dog for breakfast yesterday. Don't ask me how or why. I just did. That's a conversation for another day. But it made me thinking like what do I like more, the hamburger or the hot dog? See, this is what talking about when we talk about NFL quarterbacks and their contracts and all the money and everything. This is what it does to your brain, guys. Maybe that's just me because it's Ramadan, so my brain's already like in a lot of different places. But I love it. This is awesome. This is great. Well, stay with us because uh, we got more coming up this week. We're going to hear from Duke Tobin, uh, the Bengals director of player personnel. He's going to talk about the Bengals' final thoughts going into the draft. We're also going to hear from Zach Taylor next week, but we're going to. Talk to Duke Tobin, break that down this week, do another mock draft. And Andrew and Mike are going to pinch hit for me later this week and uh, bring you a special podcast edition. What is that going to be? You have to tune in and find out. Once again, for myself, Andrew and Mike, I'm Muhammad Ahmad. 